Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Guilty Movie Pleasures. In-depth discussion on movies, no matter how guilty they make you feel. All right, Schmobo, what's happening uh, here? Josh McCuga talking Guilty Movie Pleasures with my co-host, Best Bud. You know him from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's in Love. <laughs> That's exactly it. It's a remake of Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, and it's it's a G-rated version of it. Uh, it still stars, um, you know, uh, what's her name? Christina Applegate. Christina Applegate. And, and the old lady. She's still alive. Uh-huh. And no, Alicia I don't think Silverstone so, makes an appearance in this one. Does she's she? Great. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're making this up. I'm not in anything called that. <laughs> Uh, ben, uh, I follow uh, Ben on Twitter at Ben Begley Comedy. Follow me at Josh McCuga. Uh, just hashtag it GMP. That's what we hashtag on the show today. We're talking this. This is our first Seagal movie. Oh yeah, on Guilty Movie Pleasure. I'm a huge Seagal fan. Love I Seagal. thought I was. Until you I'm a little. We're movie. gonna talk about that. Yeah. Uh, we're talking Under Siege. Under Siege. And Don't be confused because there's three movies <laughs> yeah, on here. Yeah, it's it was, this one. It was. It's the middle. It was six dollars for Get all the one in the middle. Um, it was six bucks for all three yeah, movies? Yeah, that's oh, pretty stoked. Uh, Under Siege 2, Dark Territory. Wait, I did see that. That's one in the last It's on a right? train. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. terrible. Yeah, he it's falls real. in love with that Eskimo girl. <laughs> it's real so bad. Hot. It's real bad. Um, no, no, no. You're thinking that's the different one. That's, oh, that's on, on Deadly De- Ground. That is on Deadly Ground. So I've never seen Under Siege 2 then. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I, we were talking before the show. This movie doesn't really hold up that well. Yeah. Sorry, uh, sorry uh, GMP fans, if you love this movie. I, I, I admit that at the time mm-hmm. I loved it, but watching it now... Now it just felt like a lame Die Hard on a boat. Yeah, agreed. it felt like Die Hard meets Speed Two Cruise Control Ooh, with too. a chubby Seagal. Oh, he was putting on <laughs> without well, he's a without his ponytail, yeah. but still a little wispies in the back. <laughs> he got a little bit of wings going on, a little flap. He is a cook. You're right. He's been he's been uh, guy fiering. Do you remember the first time you fighting. saw it? Uh, I rented it on video uh, okay. on VHS. I didn't see it yeah. in theaters because. Um, but I remember renting it from the local store Video Time, mm-hmm. 99 cent video rentals. Uh, and I, th- I think the only thing I actually remembered from the movie uh, was Erica Eleniak, or however you say her name, her Playboy, boobs. July 1989. I remember her boobs, and I remembered Tommy Lee Jones getting his eye poked out. And then I vaguely remembered the rest. I just remembered the knife in the skull. That, I didn't remember the eye poke, I remember the knife in the skull. It's just, you know, most most movies like... I think I may have only watched the actual movie once and then okay. her boobs like 75 oh, times. Dude, this was maybe... I, I remember the first time I saw it because same thing, my buddy Colin and Redmond and I, they we went down to... So I we our family went to Blockbuster but there was another video store. I forget what it was called but it was on it was closer to his side of town and we went and got under siege and his his mom like really didn't pay attention to the movies we got which was awesome because yeah. my mom was a Nazi about it and we're watching it and we were around that jumping out of the cake thing a billion times. Did you... And all <laughs> All I kept thinking was, all I kept thinking was, is she going to show her boobs again in this movie? She has to show her boobs again, right? She's going right. to show her boobs again. She can show because it's the and then because then uh, it like flashed to she's got a hat and she looks like the kid from Blank Check. Yeah, it's really weird, and hat, then, and the then it desexifies the her from that moment Ugh. forward. We're just like, and then she's just kind of whiny the yeah. rest of the movie. Yeah, and yet, ah! and oh. yet, 
Oh, wait, what were you saying? Well, the fun fact on IMDb yeah, that tells yeah, yeah. you is that Seagal was, this girl wasn't originally I did read that. You're right. I did. I forgot. I did. Because I, I watched the movie so, I watched the movie last week instead of last night like I usually do. Yeah. The best line in that fun fact is Seagal was like, I think we should get a stripper involved to add some humor, humor. to the movie. <laughs> That's Seagal's twisted oh, sense of humor. Oh, Seagal. Guys. 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 We're going to need a stripper in here. We need a stripper. We need a stripper in yeah. here. There's no humor. That's me, <laughs> that's that's me specifically. Seagal and a cholo, kind of. Yeah, well, that, that was like me specifically doing the line where he goes, you're in the Navy. It's not a job. It's an adventure. Oh, I cut out for this hero bullshit. You're in the Navy. Remember? It's not a job. It's an adventure. <laughs> he does sing his words there. He does there sing it. Oh, my God. He either whispers or sing. He either whispers everything or has like a really kind of campy sense of humor behind yeah. it. Yeah. Like in the beginning, he totally plays up his Cajunness. Yeah, which he's from New Orleans, right, or something? Yeah, I guess because like that because that. that one lawman show was all in New Orleans. So just assume okay. he's from there. I mean, I was you. My the first Seagal film I ever saw was film. The first first artistic masterpiece of Steven Seagal uh, was Out for Justice. Oh yeah, and then Hard to Kill is a classic. Yeah, which is it, was it on here? Above the Law. Above is a good the Law one, is too. good. But obviously. all of those, he does like more badass things than in this one. Yes. This one, it's like every fight scene, you're like, this is gonna be sick, and then it lasts five seconds. Yeah, he kills everybody like, too quick in like, this. And you're, and knife, 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 the, knife, the biggest knife, 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 knife. It also has the worst acting from a stunt team ever, Ugh. where it's like, there's one part where they sit, the two guys they send down to find him in the freezer, I think it was, they have stocking Which, the caps way, on, and they're super short. They look like the burglars from Home Alone. Yeah. And and they're supposed to dispatch. They, they're so doe-eyed. Yeah. They're in there going, Every bad guy looks so shoot? nice. They're and the, like, hmm. the guns have silencers, but are as loud as if they didn't yeah. have silencers. Let's do... Okay, we usually do the plot in under in five minutes or less. Okay? Or the plot in five minutes. We're, we're going to try, try and do it. We're going to try and do it in two minutes. Because okay, this we movie is seconds. very, very simple. It's very simple. Okay. We're, we're going to count down seven. here. Seven. In five... five. Four, three, three, two, Ben, go. Okay, so it starts off basically, you're on a ship, uh, they're talking about everybody's getting yelled at for this uh, helicopter that wants to land, and we find out that it's a surprise party for the captain of the ship. Seagal's all being all manly with uh, Gary Busey and fighting him in the Sweet kitchen. Sweet chef hat to the yeah, side, yeah, he's, he's the chef, he's the cook. And clearly the, he knows a little something because he beats the hell out of Gary Busey in yeah. the beginning. And then, okay, so then uh, Tommy 40. Lee Jones, Tommy Lee Jones is the you know, is a rocker on this helicopter with the stripper on there. Yeah. They land. Turns out, Tommy Lee Jones and the band, I guess half the band, maybe not all yeah. of them, it's they're the terrorists. It's from Animal House. It's just yeah, it's it's blues, it's a blues band. Yeah. They're all terrorists. They take over, kill everyone, we, or kill a bunch of people. 36 minutes into the movie, we still have no idea why they're taking over the ship. No. They're just like, well, no. we're time to take over the ship. It takes a really ship. long time for yeah. anything to yeah. happen. Gary Busey comes in and drag shoots the captain. Your turn. Yeah. Uh, so Gary Busey's now bad guy. We didn't see that one coming. All of a, yeah, he wants to be the captain. He puts on the jacket. Seagal's still in a meat locker, which isn't cold, by the way. You can't see his breath. It just looks like a room with meat <laughs> hanging in it. And, yes. Uh, so uh, he comes down to shoot a bunch of people. And uh, now Seagal's out of the meat locker. And he's. we find out he's a Navy SEAL. He has to take over Busey, Tommy Lee Jones. Now, the next person he runs into, though, is when he, he's he's scoping out the place. And he kicks a cake aside. Cake. And then boobs. Erica, boobs. 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 Awesome boobs. A little strip scene. Boobs. Like, ah, now she's part of the team. Now she's a kid from Blank Check. Weird hair coming out. Yeah. Now we find out Seagal's a Navy SEAL. He's not only a cook. He's the greatest he, Navy he SEAL He kills in a history. bunch more people. Bah, then bah, bah. they free his friends that were happen to be a couple cooks and a couple 
old guys. Yeah. And then this ragtag group of heroes go around just kind of blatantly out in the open. Yeah, not a lot of hiding. Uh, he goes from a very covert to blowing up seconds. a giant helicopter. Giant helicopter. in the open. He's making homemade bombs yeah. all over the ship. He's, with like, he's, the, he's the Macaulay Culkin. He's the Kevin McAllister he of, of Super. He, he, <laughs> die Hard meets Home Alone on a boat. Yes. Uh, and then, so anyways, at shoots the Shoots a missile, sinks a submarine, a French with Gary Busey on it. Busey, Gary Busey, he yeah. gets killed. Eight at seconds. the end, fights Tommy Lee Jones. Knife fight. Knife to skull. Eye poke. Eye poke. Uh, knife to skull. Head and monitor. Kisses Erica in front of everybody. Somehow she's now a Navy Time. SEAL. Two minutes. She's not a Navy SEAL. She's in the Navy. Yeah. <laughs> Which brings me to my first... Honorary induction into the Navy. Wow. Hey, uh, Stephen, can we get that Navy clip again real quick? Oh, boy, cut out for this hero bullshit. We cut out for this hero bullshit. Remember? It's not a job. It's an adventure. That, uh, now the now Titties McGee is, is in the Navy. It's honorary an inducted. Yeah, that was one of the biggest things at the end where... She's standing there in a full-on Navy outfit. Yeah. Clearly, like, maybe 12 hours after this has happened, if that. Seagal makes her carry, like, all the guns and grenades yeah, and everything. And he's just holding a pistol. Going, she's basically... It's not Uja. She's it's basically his Uja. pack mule the entire yeah. <laughs> He just basically is like, here, follow me. Follow me around if you want to live. You know it's going to be... It, it, but it adds some humor to the movie, Ben. It does. It adds, it's, if she there's is, anything that I know about comedy... It's that strippers add humor. It's that cat. It's that uh, ex cast members of Baywatch are a hoot. Ooh, Yasmin, especially bleep. all of them <laughs> hysterical. Especially the ones that aren't David Hasselhoff oh, have man. just such a knack for humor. Really, it's just uh, you got yeah, Cody, they, you got Stephanie, Nicole Egger, yeah. Pam Anderson. You know way all more than titans of comedy. Yeah, I mean, when I think comedy, Kobe. when I think comedy, I think Pamela Anderson. It goes carrot top. Pamela Pamela Anderson, Anderson, Louis Anderson, Anderson Cooper, and Kevin Hart. (laughs) (laughs) Round up top five, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Um, Was that a Kevin Hart impression? He's always clapping. He's always clapping. You know what? I may not always find Kevin Hart funny, but damn, is he enthusiastic? And I. I just, I just want to. He's just the guy that you want to high five because you're like, you're having so much fun doing you what you're doing. Him, it's yeah, a you got a low five him though. Yeah, you got a low five him. What were we talking about? Uh, I'm talking oh, about yeah. the siege. But and here's then, the... all of a sudden he blows up a helicopter and there's Kevin Hart doing his stand up acts hey. on the ship. Hey guys, so let's. Should we start with the plot holes from the beginning? Yeah, or let's just... you, my favorite. Can we do my favorite extra uh, one line from a movie yeah. ever? Go ahead. This is one of the best performances from uh, a one line actor ever. Oh, it's only like forty. Man, he'll be fine. He's got a guard. Yeah. <laughs> Play that again, real quick. See, that's incredible. Oh, it's only like forty degrees in there, man. He'll be fine. He's got a guard. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking hey, about is that this. Bill and Ted. Did Bill and Ted jump on the ship to help them rescue him? We were talking about this before the show, and how it seems like the other, the the actual, like I forget the guy's name, the lead actor in that who's asking the question. Was just dumbfounded by that guy's delivery, yeah. and so he just goes, "Yeah," <laughs> and I can just imagine the director just being like, "All right, sure." And Steven Seagal again in the meat room. We're not. It's a, okay. That's another thing you lock. This movie locks up its hero for like a good thirty minutes, like twenty again, minutes of the movie. I was looking at the counter, going, "Okay, we still don't know what, why no, they've taken no over the ship." Have no idea what's happening, and and then they cut to the war room. There's so many long scenes in that war room oh, that are just and there's the boring. Gr- the greatest background actor ever who gets one line. She's sitting the, uh, for you folks at home. Rewatch this. She's sitting between the two generals that are always talking. Yeah, and she's just awkward. You, I felt so bad for her because she has no lines and she's just right there on camera, yeah. just awkwardly like l- over listening notes, just over listening like this, like hmm. oh. <laughs> 
Yeah. And like, and I just, because I know as an actor, when you're stuck just sitting there as a, like, a prop. Just, yeah, she was a prop. And then yeah. she has one line where she's like, and she actually does the line pretty well, where she's like, oh, look, we got the missile something. But then it's back to weird over-mugging. Sir, uh, we've got a missile situation. Those, those scenes are so long where it's just... And, and of course, they set up this, the typical so, 90s action cliche of, we're going to get a SEAL team on there, and if that doesn't work, we have to sink the entire <laughs> ship and everyone in we it. We only have two options, Two guys. options. SEALs or, or kill, kill everyone. everybody. <laughs> there's, no, uh, there's no dealing with Tommy Lee Jones in this movie. Tommy Lee Jones... Uh, it, He's the best a tour part. De force. He's a He's tour the de best force, part of the movie. Without a doubt. Um, because it, I didn't really know about Tommy Lee Jones until this movie. Yeah, I think he was... This was my first intro to him, too. Right? Um, and then he blew up the next year in The Fugitive, and then since then he's just... But I, he had to have done other stuff that our... our yeah, we just don't know. Our about. adolescent brains just didn't see. A lot know? of summer stock, a lot of theater, yeah. <laughs> a lot of off-off-Broadway stuff. Off-off-Broadway uh, uh, production of Pippin. He, I remember him being in this movie about the Revolutionary War that we watched in school. I think it might have been Johnny Tremaine or, like... Uh, oh. It was... It was one where... I love that you have IMDb right up here, and we're yeah. like, nah, screw it. We're just going to try and figure this out for 40 minutes of our show. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones plays but, William Stranix, and Steven Seagal plays Casey Rybeck. Where are they coming up with these last <laughs> names? They sound like Nintendo characters. They sound like... Stranix and Rybeck. Rybeck sounds like a Nintendo character. Stranix sounds like a weird antidepressant medicine. It doesn't... It doesn't... Oh, wait. Did you find it? No, hold on. No, so, okay. Under Siege of 92, he was in JFK. Okay. Free Birds of Package. Lonesome Dove, a TV miniseries. Got Stranger Man, Big Town, Nothing's better. Nothing's better on a podcast than. Rolling Thunder is amazing. How it is? Smash up Interstate. I don't know. Who cares? Whatever. Anyways, he had a lot of credits that we didn't know about. Yeah. But the the biggest thing I had in the beginning that that confused me was Tommy was in Coal Miner's Daughter. Oh, <laughs> sorry. You know, in the beginning when he's on the helicopter, though, Tommy Lee Jones sticks out like a sore thumb. Yes. And it's clear to me that like half the band doesn't know him. And then but all the like catering staff does. Yeah. So how did the, that was the first question I had. I was like, how did this dude just infiltrate a band where like they're all just like, oh, I guess we have a new front man today. Yeah. And like. No, and, then and then when the all the band had the guns, some of them though, and then some of them just like, don't, I, did all of them have guns in that scene? I feel like they did because what what motivation does a jazz band have? How did he get all these people on board with this crazy? So, wait, was, so plot are you a terrorist his? first, and then you learn the instrument, or are they recruiting for the terrorist based solely on yeah, your ability like, to play like, instruments? Did they go to different jazz clubs and go, "Hey, you're pretty good at the saxophone. How do you feel about destroying our country? <laughs> are you also a mercenary? <laughs> are you a mercenary, and do you happen to have some kind of like anti-American ideals?" Feeling. Yeah! <laughs> That's what it was. If they asked that question and the response was, then they were then in the band. In the band. It's just so, and the, like it's such a ballsy move when Tommy G. Lee Jones goes, "Who's the who's the highest ranking uh, official?" Oh wait, in the we're room? not even we're not even remember when when Gary Busey plays this prick the oh, whole yeah. time. Right? The whole beginning part of the movie, he's just an asshole. He's oh, yelling at... Oh, can we play the grossest uh, spit take ever in a movie? Yeah, we'll play the spit take. Here's so here's just a... Uh, <laughs> Did they have to add the plop in there? Can we hear that one more time? Yeah, a, let me turn up the equalizers and make it really gross. Waiting. Oh, here we go. Flavor. 
little flavor. <laughs> I hope they had to, I hope they had to add that plop or else that's the biggest. You're in the Navy. It's, it's not, not a job. job. It's, it's an adventure. adventure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this movie is just full of sound clips. We have it's to incredible. we have to just rate this movie on how many yeah's at yeah, the end. Yeah. But no, that that <laughs> Yeah. That, He's yeah. a total dick. He and is. And then the, the band is playing some crappy blues song in what appears to be a dive bar in the basement of the ship. Yeah. And then Busey, who's been a dick the whole time, comes dressed out as a woman to to get the troops all riled up or yeah, something. Like, that makes absolutely no No, it's completely no out of character. It's yeah. like, I feel like Gary Busey, because uh, he's kind of insane, uh, I feel like he, he just came to the director that day and was like, hey, I want to I wanna wear a dress and some big old boobs. And the director was like, well... You're, you're Busey. Well, he, I was like, you're, you're, you're Gary Busey. I can't say, all right, all right. And then I'm going to wear it for the next four scenes. Okay. I'm also going to bite seven of the crew. Like, what, Busey? <laughs> oh, that's my thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then he's in there. I just want us to do the rest of it in a bad Gary Busey <laughs> yeah, impression. That, we'll, we'll keep doing... I'll be Seagal. You be Tommy Lee okay. Jones. And we'll mix in some Busey. All right. No, I don't know if I can do Tommy Lee Jones. So, okay. So they get Seagal out of the meat locker, a.k.a. the room of meat, uh, which has... He, he, this is Seagal acting cold. <laughs> it's a hey, that's pretty cold you notice when you're in a meat locker your breath is probably going to come out oh, yeah like a no nothing like it's that they didn't have cgi there's no steam coming then. up there's yeah. no nothing nothing it's, i guess it's just a place where you cure the meat yeah. you don't actually keep it cold it's a yeah it's a cure apparently but the guy it. did say it's like 40 degrees in there but maybe seagal's just uh ryback is just how, impervious how, Steve, can you play how how uh, actually cold that was i i didn't get i didn't hear that in that quote uh another cold day in hell <laughs> Oh, okay. yeah, it's pretty that good. makes sense then, because yeah. hell is hot from what I've read in different texts. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, when you you're just having one of those days, you know, yeah. and you just got to say another cold day in hell. You know, that's what uh, all my friends back in Ohio are thinking right now. Yeah. They go outside and they're shoveling their driveway, and the first thing they say is another cold day in hell. And, you know, you, you're on your way home from go-to movie pleasures. You get stuck in a little traffic, and uh, it's a really hot girl pulls up to you in a next to you in a convertible. While she, you're picking your nose, and you look over and go, you... "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It surprised me. <laughs> little flavor. Little flavor. <laughs> and then, she, and then she says, <laughs> "We're on the remix with our sound bites today." Rick and Rick and Rick and remix. Um, Okay, so again, okay, another plot hole for me. Okay, first of all, Busey's a t- he's not a very good actor. Okay, he's not when he's so when Tommy Lee Jones is on the God mic to the to the table of dudes. Oh, he's, you wrote that too. Yeah, he's cracking up the whole yeah, time. Yeah, he's laughing like it's the greatest thing of all time. Yeah, and it's clear that it's not like him laughing in character. It's like they forgot to frame him out. Yeah, yeah. He, he's totally breaking fourth wall. At one point, he probably even looks at the at the, the camera, and he's like, oh. I, I, We should slow it down on, on the Blu-ray and see. When, when Seagal puts the grenade on the door, you can blatantly tell... I had a positive... They're, they're mannequins. The mannequins get blown away mm-hmm. by the door. It's amazing. It's a ma- yeah. yeah. It's a mannequin that's just sitting there, and then... Well, I mean, I'd rather them do that than a real human being. Yeah. But, uh, no, you're right. It is super... Because it's just this stiff, like, figure that just flies back. But like we were talking about, some it's... There's just so many inconsistencies where it's like he's uh, he's a seal and he's badass, but then like they they like we said, it just feels like Home Alone meets uh, meets Die Hard meets Speed Two Cruise Control. Yes, but Speed Two wasn't even out yet, so no. it was it was the precursor. It's, well, I mean, yeah, they, Speed Two Cruise Control. Apparently, two of the writers of Speed Two Cruise Control were extras in this movie and thought. <laughs> We're gonna write a movie about a bus, but then we're then, gonna write this we're gonna come movie. full circle. 
back to here. And the studios are going to be like, <laughs> God. Yeah! 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 <laughs> Guys, here's my pitch for Under Siege 3. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm excited. Seagal is back. Mm-hmm. This time. He's chubbier. He's a little bit thicker. He's, he's been, on, he's been cooking a lot. He's on, <laughs> his booyah base has been on point. Cause that was like the whole thing. He's like, don't touch my fucking booyah base. And his pies? What about that? Do we have, can we, he's very uh, obsessed with his pies in this movie. Go get my pies out of the oven! <laughs> Sometimes when I'm at home and me and the missus are, we're having a nice little little Sunday and she thinks that uh, she can just walk out of the kitchen and not pay attention, I scream. Go get my pies out of the oven. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, oh, what's a pie? Uh, 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 oh, when I was, I was at Marie Callender's uh, and I was picking up uh, some restaurant. pumpkin pies, I smelled mm. some burning and I looked at her and I was like, what's your problem? Go get my pies out of the oven. <laughs> it's really rude. She was a very nice waitress. I, uh... I really like the movie Pie, mm-hmm. but sometimes the DVDs don't work. And if you know anything about pies, or if you know anything about these <laughs> shits, if you know anything about DVDs, you gotta warm them up and, and then sometimes you gotta go. Another cold day. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> that one. Get my DVD of pies out of the oven. Uh. <laughs> Sometimes I take oh, the I numbers three point one four one three and I put them in an oven. Uh-huh. And if you leave them there too long, I yell to my go wife. Get my pies out of the oven. Yeah, there, there we go. go. There go. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Uh, when uh, when uh, Pi from the movie Life of Pi was stuck on the boat out in the sun, yeah. he was getting a little burnt. Yeah, and God was like, "Go get my pies out of the oven." <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's a movie about it's a religious sense. allegory. Yeah, it yeah, makes yeah. perfect sense. Perfect sense. Really and truly, that kid. I just... think we've exhausted that. <laughs> 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 the pies. Are, I don't think we can go much further with any you pies. It's either, it either has to be literal or somebody named Pi or a mathematical equation. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what else to do with it. Okay, so the, the machine guns with the silencers don't work. Nope. Apparently, they are just for show. Yes. Uh, it's Seagal. like, we're going to be really quiet. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, well, fuck it. They heard us. <laughs> that was gunshots. Nah, they were just party poppers. Yo, how, ah. Wait, how does... That's another thing. Seagal makes so much noise yeah. throughout this. Like we were saying, he goes from covert, like just killing people ninja style, you yeah. know, with his karate skills. Karate chopping a dude to the neck. Which kills him instantly, ripping he, out a dude's throat. Do you ever notice how loose Seagal is? He's like, loose. He's always, he's always like, Van Damme is tight, right? Seagal's Van Damme, just... Van, Seagal's like a lot of like the wah, wah, yeah. wah, wah, Seagal's more like Wing Chun style, which is the yeah. deflection of force. Yeah, I know that. Did you ever, did you ever hear the story about Seagal? Uh, Rob Schneider, this was told on Stern, I think, or something like that. Did you ever hear this story? No. So he's working with, uh, Seagal, and Seagal comes out of his trailer and he's crying. And he's like, what's wrong? He's like, I just read the most amazing script. And he goes, yeah, what's it about? It's about this man and his life. And he says, oh, yeah, who wrote it? I did. <laughs> <laughs> Seagal oh. is an American treasure. He really <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, Seagal. The, uh, so uh. he, okay, he blows, and then he blows up. A, for, they see him, like, running around the Ooh. battleship. And his Wait. hiding behind things is just kind of like. Yeah. Well, for, or there's, we should back up. I forgot this. Go. That he puts a, he does a makeshift bomb in the microwave. Perfect timing. That just happens to blow up at the exact moment Tommy Lee Jones and Gary Busey and a couple bad guys are in there. At the exact moment. He used the microwave as a detonator. Ha- remotely? Did he know yeah. you were in the kitchen when that thing was going to go off? Or it just so happened whenever there's movement. You guys just have really shitty luck that yeah. you got down here 37 minutes after he... 37 minutes and 45 seconds after he put this in. I'm pretty sure that in the writing of that, it just got glossed over. Yeah, it's just like... It's amazing to me how some of these things are just like... Eh, it's an action movie. Who cares? <laughs> just 
Okay, this is a cigar movie. Movie cost thirty million, made eighty five. This movie was huge when it came out. Yeah. It was a big deal. I mean, like I said, for its time, it was fun. Yeah. But when you hold it up to like some of his older, I, I went back and I watched a bunch of trailers for some of his other movies, and they're just like the bigger set pieces that happen on it, like. Yeah. Bigger things he does, car chases, bigger stunts, and this one it just felt like kind of like a lazy Seagal. How about when the cannon goes off? Hashtag lazy Seagal. Hashtag lazy Seagal. <laughs> he fights from a chair in Ender Siege 3. It's like Rambo 4 with Stallone just sitting behind a gun for the end of the entire movie. It's like, I don't want to do anything with just this. <laughs> oh. uh, porn. How would you rename Under Siege as a porn? Um. Uh, oh man, I wasn't ready for this. Under siege as a porn. Under squeege. I was gonna say that. Under squeege. Under spleege. <laughs> Under spleege. Um, it's not on a boat. It's on a boat, but it's a smaller boat. It's not on a yeah, battleship. It's, it's they, on a, the porn couldn't produce, couldn't afford a battleship, so it's just like a small yeah, Boston and whaler. It's, and it's and it's they're taken over by female terrorists. Yes. And, uh, uh, <laughs> plot, so wait, plot wait, and Seagal, Seagal Bareback, uh, what's uh, his, Captain Bareback instead uh, of Ryback? Captain Stabbin? Captain Bareback has uh, to, has to go and, and have sex with each of the, uh, terrorists instead of killing them. He and, has to basically, uh, uh, uh Will, s- seduce them to being good again. Uh, William Stranix, played by Tommy Lee Jones, uh, his name in the porn is, uh, Dickie Stranix. Dickie Str- Stranix. Dickie Stranix. Okay. Uh, he's known mostly for gangbang scenes. Uh, yeah. and his scene where when they finally win and all of the, all of the terrorist boob girls have come back to life so they can have sex with him. Wow. It's pretty good. It's a really good It's a, it's, it's a moving picture. Under Squeege 2. Under Squeege 2. It's just, it's still the same movie. They just had so much footage, they just kept the movie going. <laughs> under Squeege 2. And then Under Squeege 3 is really the, <laughs> just, the, the creme de la creme of the and Under then, Squeege. And Under Squeege 4 is when they just start phoning it in uh, a little bit. Yeah, but like, then okay. they come back in Under, under Squeege, Squeege 5. 5. Is really good uh, because the return of Bearback. Yeah, return, because he was dead in 3. Yeah. And then they, there was a ghost in 4, but it now was he's. weird, which yeah. was a little weird. Tommy Lee Bones does a great performance, though. Tommy oh, Lee Bones. Tommy, thanks, Stephen. Appreciate. I forgot. I totally forgot that he was in five uh, and six. Stephen Seaballs. Yeah. Um, and then and the franchise really, really jumped the ship, if you will, in seven because Under Squeeze Seven. I, th- there was vampires in Under Squeeze Seven. Yeah. Well, and and it all entirely took place in the water, like right. not in a boat. They were just swimming the whole movie. Yeah, which didn't really make a lot of sense. So they literally jumped the ship. <laughs> but when they came <laughs> back, on, when they when they found in Under Squeeze Nine, they found everybody <laughs> and put them on. A submarine. So that by when they got back onto the battleship and under Squeege Ten, it was like holy ship! It has come ship. full circle, guys. Get the whole franchise on DVD. <laughs> Let a, us know what you think of under. They're Squeege coming out with a blue Blu-ray box set of under Squeege One through Ten. They have to fit them all into this. Yeah. Uh, into the, it's in gonna the front. be. Uh, it's you, for each each cover is pretty much a rendition of the same thing. Yeah, so, uh, it's just like uh, you a know. lot of dicks, a lot of butts, <laughs> a lot of butts. <laughs> Under squeege, you guys are welcome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to look, look at my plot hole, see if I missed anything. Yeah, I'm so the whole movie seems like a plot hole. It is. It is. It's and we we were talking about how um, can we go to Tom, Tommy Lee Jones when things start going wrong Ooh. and Agent Strike? This is uh, Tommy Lee Jones talking about what his life is like. This is one of the best. Is this the Welcome to the Revolution? Yeah, yeah. The movement is dead. Yes, of course. Hence the name movement it moves a certain distance then it stops you see a revolution gets its name by always coming back around in your face you tried to kill me you son of a bitch so welcome to the revolution drops the mic oh my god Boom! first off only tommy lee jones can pull off a whisper bitch yeah yeah you tried to kill me you son of a bitch 
Can we can we isolate just you try to kill me, you son of a bitch? Can we? Can we Steven's giving us the one. Uh, That's really and truly though. That when they reenacted this scene in Undersqueeze too. So welcome to the revolution. Um, so welcome to the. Re- Welcome to the revolution. Trying to kill me, you son of a bitch. There we go. Uh, it's what's what's unfortunate is when uh, it was 1999, and I got in this fight with this dude, mm-hmm. Eric Day. Yeah. And uh, when we we got back together for Undersqueech Two to reenact the fight, I told him right before the fight started. You tried to kill me, you son of a bitch. And then punched him square in the neck. Yeah. There was a throat rip in this movie. There was a throat rip in Sick this movie. Throat rip. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's actually uh, uh, one of my favorite kills in this movie. Yeah. But what I was going to say is, uh, uh, <laughs> I just want to keep hearing you you you, kill, you tried to kill me, you son of a bitch. Uh, but that's what we're going to keep doing. Yeah, Go I got to think of something. Oh, you do it. Do another one. Well, here's the thing. I used to be in a Braveheart reenactment troupe, Ooh. and uh, we we were reenacting during the Renaissance Fair of 2002. Uh, it was a great year, a really nice summer that year. And uh, my buddy uh, Brian, he he was playing the Irish guy, Amish. Uh, I mean, the Scott, his Scottish best friend, Amish. And uh, we, he got a little too serious, and I had to pull him aside and say, "You tried to kill me, you son of a." Yeah. The other day, I was eating a turkey burger, mm. and I got halfway through, and I realized was it, it was calendars. No, okay. no, I realized it was pink, mm. and I was like, I don't think turkey can be rare. No. So I looked to the waiter, and I said, "What is this?" You tried to kill me, you son of a bitch. Yeah. He, he was very apologetic. Funny, funny that you say that, mm-hmm. right? Uh, because uh, I was drinking a nice uh, cup of Earl Grey tea. My mm-hmm. my throat was a little hoarse on Monday, and I I tasted some uh, some poison in it. And I turned to the girl who served me in it as we were reenacting Under Squeege Four, and I said, "You tried to kill me, you son of a bitch." Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly enough, it was arsenic, but I survived. I, uh, I I I was walking the other day, and I got and this little shit dog came up to me and started nipping at my heels ah. and bit my ankle. Ah. And I thought, what if this dog had rabies? And I looked at the owner and I said, "You tried to kill me, you son of a bitch." God. I was in. Uh, I was on the bus, mm-hmm. right? And uh, this bus couldn't go below fifty-five miles. An hour. Really? That sounds familiar. I, I know, crazy, right? Huh. And uh, the bus driver was all over the place, yeah. and I ran up to him and I said, I, "I gotta get somewhere. Stop trying to." You tried to kill me, you son of a bitch. You know, it's weird. I was playing this video game. Huh. And then the bad guy that I was fighting in the game came out into the real world. What? And started chasing me. And finally, we had a square off where he fell on a bunch of glass. And I looked him in the eyes and I said, You tried to kill me, you son of a bitch. Oh, wait, that's a plot to virtuosity. Oh, Oh, damn it. Oh, you know what? You know what it is? Uh, I was frozen. Uh, after I uh, mm-hmm. blew up an entire building, yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. along with a guy named uh, Simon Phoenix, we were we were buddies back in the yeah, day. Yeah, 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 I remember that guy. Yeah, and they unfroze me. I follow me. you and, him yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, 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 and they and they unfroze me thirty years later after my family and daughter and my wife had already died in the big quake, and uh, I turned to the captain that froze me and I said, "You tried to kill me, you son of a bitch." Yeah, me and my buddies were kind of awkward teenagers. Mm-hmm. We all looked kind of weird, mm-hmm. and uh, one time we were kidnapped by this like dog catcher type huh. guy. And he threw us in the state home for the ugly. Ooh. And then we found out that a lot of our other friends, including Santa Claus and some other people, had been murdered in there because they were ugly. Like, we're talking, like, full-on extinction style. And I looked at the guy, the warden, and I said, You tried to kill me, you son of a bitch. Yeah. That's from the Garbage Pail Kids movie, in case you were wondering. <laughs> we will be doing that on Guilty Movie I'm pretty sure... 90% of the audience was really confused by that, <laughs> including Josh Pakuga. I was like, where is this one? I, feel it? It. I, I feel, feel it. it. I feel it in my bones. I feel it. Uh, weirdly enough, um, uh, I got cancer, 
and I decided I just uh, no no I decided I should start cooking meth uh, to to save my family. Oh, okay, and uh, don't ruin anything. I haven't seen the whole show. Oh, okay, and uh, I just turned to my friend and I said, "You tried to kill me." Son. Couldn't go through the whole Breaking Bad plot scenario because Ben, like an idiot, has not seen. I haven't seen the, the whole show. show. Hashtag Ben like an idiot. Uh, <laughs> ben, comma like an idiot. Uh, yes! <laughs> this movie's so good. What uh, other sound clips do we have? Because there's oh well. First off, wait. But uh, there's also uh, they, they do the typical bad guy thing where where Tommy Lee Jones just holds a gun to him and tells him the entire plot instead of. A, Tommy Lee Jones could have avoided a, a, an eyeball poked out and a knife to the head, and yeah. then his, that's the thing we forgot the three peat he does. Yeah, pokes his eye out, stabs him in the head, then shoves his head through radar a, a, a radar monitor. Yeah, he could have avoided all that if he that, shot him immediately. Hands down is the greatest knife fight. Now listen, I, I it's a great knife fight. I don't know how to knife fight. I have no idea. Uh, but holding the knife like this seems to be the popular move. It's because it, I guess it's because it's you, like you, it's like the praying mantis attack. It just. <laughs> It's like you know how because you can stab or you can slice from that. Because here, how would you? There's only one thing you can do. You can't. So you got to be this. A lot of this. Yeah, I don't know. It was just they were both, and who knew that that Tommy Lee Jones had those skills? I know. I do wish that they would have shown him fight a little earlier or something to show that he was a badass instead of just like because you know he you hear he runs like a mercenary. Yeah, you hear that, but you want to see that shit. You know, you Mm want to see him be more than just a crazy kind of Mick Jagger, which or Keith Moon is what he comes across. And then also, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Got the moves like Jagger. I wish that Gary Busey. And Seagal had a fight too. None of the bit, like the giant, uh, the giant. Busey just dies in an explosion. There's also the big guy that's like walking around where you're like, wait, this guy's totally gonna fight Seagal. And then they're just like, cack, cack, cack. done. Nothing. All the main bad guys that yeah. have been like with like the the people, the main inner circle around Tommy Lee Jones, yeah. Stranix, just get shot in the end really quickly I'd by a bunch like of old dudes and chefs. Point out two things: one, they blow up the submarine, and he they're like, "Well, the nukes blow up." And he's like, "It doesn't work like that. They just float away." I'm like, "So you're just dropping nukes in the ocean?" You're just, just I mean, I'm pretty sure the radiation would crack eventually yeah. and just poison everything, everything in the ocean. So there's that, and yeah. also uh, for basically the entire movie. Seagal doesn't break a sweat. He, he gets not. He doesn't get dirty. Because well, he's not carrying anything. He's, <laughs> he doesn't. He's he got doesn't, his pack meal behind him. He doesn't him. get a cut until the last fight. Yeah. And they're like, "You might. You're probably going to need some stitches, bro." And he's like, "Ha ha! Watch this!" And then he makes out with the girl. Yeah. Also, that scene where he <laughs> the gunfight, where it's just him. He's sitting for half the gunfight, just like this. He's on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, sausage pepperoni. It's the laziest gunfight I've ever want? seen. And the girl answers, I'm sorry, he's in a gunfight. Can he call you back? You're like, uh, <laughs> That sounds exactly like her. Uh, hi, my name's Iris. Yes. No, he's in a gunfight. He's in a gunfight. Can he call you back? And then he's like, uh, I'm going to... And then he's like, all right, enough of this. And his big play is to do a, a, a cross machine gun run where he's just like... How the how does he aim like this? It's impossible it's, to yeah. aim like that. You cannot aim. What about just going like this? Why doesn't you just go instead of? All I can think is that this is tight quarter machine gun. This is the proper use of machine gun in a maybe, tight quarter. Maybe he. Maybe you know, just because we don't, we haven't used a lot of. Maybe it's a seal technique that we don't know. He's the greatest Navy SEAL to ever cook a bouillabaisse, I'll tell you that he much. He was. All right, uh, I think we should probably just wrap this up. No way. <laughs> We're doing so well. We only got 34 minutes. We got more to do. We got more sound takes. Sound clips. What else we got uh, in there, Steven? We got... 
We, oh, the, and I Gary, made something for you guys. Gary Busey when he when he when he triumphantly rips off his band aids oh, yeah. and then gets he's like, we, we got him. What's that? What's that? What do Steven, we have? I think Stephen made a super mix. I love that Josh was just going to bail on this shit. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm done. I got, I'm done with well, this. Well, that's just movie. kind of how the movie ends anyway. They're like, <laughs> yeah, and that's totally like Seagal kisses him like uh, kisses uh, Erica like a pimp at the end. And yeah, it's just like watch this. All the dudes are sitting around, and you know, there's one guy in the background going like, "Can we see your tits again?" <laughs> Come on, that was really Can you fun. show boobs again? Uh, I'm telling you, when I was a kid, I was so bummed out we never saw him again. Because I'm like, holy cow. I remember, this is yeah. a lot of boob action. Because those are some good... I mean, I mean she huge. looks so hot. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> under Squeeze 4. That was huge. Wow. That, dude, that one crushed box office records. How did you make that so fast? He's a genius. Photoshop. <laughs> good lord. Guys, uh, if you... Stephen, can you tweet this out from the Popcorn Talk and oh, tag us God. in it? Under uh, Squeege Four is it? It's we just, listen, we all know that in Under Squeege Three, they kind of, but then Under Squeege Four, yeah, you know, it came, it came back. You it had, came back. It really did. It came, it came back, back and everywhere. It came back everywhere, and it was <laughs> trying just to a, get it on the track. Give me one sec. Okay. It, just, um, it came back like the thunder. What other clips do we have? I love. We had so many. Steven's working on Under okay. Squeege Five. Oh, okay. He's I just on wrote Under Squeege this, Five. It, we, seriously enough, though, really, I have the script Under Squeege Twelve. Okay. Yeah, I wrote it. You did? I did. We should probably pitch it to him right I, now. I, see, here's the thing. Is if you're listening, the producers of Undersqueege 1 through 10, apparently 11 was made and we just didn't mention it earlier. No. Or Josh just skipped it and well, went to 12. Well, no. See, here's what happened. It's your, it's your trailer music. There we go. Undersqueeged. This fall, coming to a theater near you. You've seen 1 through 10. <laughs> Eleven was locked in international distribution and never brought out in the United States. A story of one man and a whole lot of women. On a boat. Then not Headed on a boat. <laughs> then back on a boat again. Then on a random bullet train. Then back on a boat because it's porn and no one cares. Then with Tommy Lee Bones making his triumphant return as the 80-year-old... And Penis Seagal. Penis Seagal. <laughs> and Tommy Lee Bones. Along with Erica, always on her back. I was doing so good, and then I couldn't you do it. it. Erica, always on her back. Erica, always on her back. Because when you just couldn't squeege enough, you had to... Under squeege, there's always room for more squeege. When, when boats and tanks and helicopters and planes and more boats and more and bullet trains and a bus with Sandra Bullock. I mean, Sandra Are Bullock all covered in squeege. <laughs> squeege. There's only one more place for squeege. Crossing machine guns. Outer in space. Under squeege twelve in outer space. Mars is about to get squeege. Part of the part of the. Part of the meteor that wasn't exploded in Armageddon is back. (laughs) Under Squeege 12, Michael J. Fox got us a hoverboard, but did he anticipate all of the boobs that would be on the hoverboard? P.S. We forgot to mention Michael J. Cox (laughs) is co-starring in this film. This film is not yet rated, but most likely will be rated triple (laughs) X. That might be my favorite thing ever. <laughs> Steven, could you save that sound? Because we need to use that trailer music way more For, often. I hope that entertained our audience half as much as it entertained me. <laughs> oh, because 
<laughs> Holy <laughs> Under shit. Squeege 4. Does this get counted now as uh, explicit material? <laughs> I still think this episode was less explicit than our From Dust Till Dawn one. I we, agree. And we made an entire 12-part porn franchise. Yeah. Uh, I mean, guys, this... this this is a great, this is a great movie to make fun of now. It was, it was a brilliant movie at the time. Uh, it, it, uh, I think a we're going to die hard. Uh, we're not going to use Stallone yells this week. We're going to do, we're going to use Yaz. Yeah. Um, now, what I, does a yeah mean versus a Stallone so yell? So five yeahs would be it's terrible. One yeah would mean it's amazing. I give it two point five yeah. Two point five. No three yeah. Three yeahs. I'm going to agree with the three yeahs. Yeah. <laughs> We're making had it. I think that because yeah, it's, it's a pretty average action movie. You really? know, uh, there's not. I mean, there's some good explosions. Yeah. Uh, there, when Tommy Lee Jones gets blown back by the cannon, uh, I'd like to point out that they shoot those cannons quite regularly, and people don't get blown back like that every time. No, and also. Um, the fact that they, they get away with doing a lot of stuff under the radar with no one noticing. Yes. So I think maybe next time they should, if Tommy Lee Bones was going to do this again for like a sequel to Under Squeege, <laughs> then maybe he should bring a little bit more catering staff and a little yes. bit less useless band members <laughs> mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. that just disappear for the rest of the movie. Because yeah. those band members do disappear for the rest of the movie. Yeah, they're gone. Because you can, they're clearly different people than the catering staff who shoot up the place. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, you know, bring like a... I, w- I think maybe probably what redeems uh, with the movie is when he drops the steel girder through the guy. Oh, That's... yeah, that whole sequence is... Yeah. And, the, and the fight, we forgot about the fight scene in the tool shed, or the tool section. Yeah. Where he throws the guy on the, whatever, the buzzsaw thing, I don't know. Tools. Oh, and he shoves and him he in shoves there. And he shoves the guy's shoulder on oh, it. Oh, that's pretty good. But that's then it. again, that scene is like... 10 seconds it's long. so quick. There's n- not a lot of drag out. Listen, you guys, Skull doesn't... He doesn't mess around. He doesn't... <laughs> Under Squeege 12. It's in a desert. There's... Oh, no, that's outer space. That is a... That is, that is, a, a, that is a meteor. That uh, is... Uh, That's the Taj Mahal, uh, the Mars version of the Taj Mahal, mm-hmm, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, funny enough, though, uh, after Under Squeech 12, Tommy Lee Bones, he totally dissed the entire franchise yeah. because we he had... He went legit. Yeah, and then Under... Because Under Squeech 13... Phew, yeah. That's yeah. I, I hear that he's actually um, uh, Tommy Lee Bones is going to be in the next Wes Anderson movie. He's trying uh-huh. to go like completely legit now. Oh, yeah. the Grand Nudapest Hotel. Yeah, good, yeah, good yeah. stuff. Good oh, stuff. I'm sorry. It, it was uh, Wes Hand Jobberson. <laughs> we go. Uh, we'll go. <laughs> Under Squeege Under Squeege Thirteen. I can't do another one. The Grand Nudapest Hotel. You saw the quirky, amazing film by Wes Anderson. Now watch one that just has a whole lot of boobs. Let's more face it, boobs. teenagers. More You'll enjoy sque- this one more. More boobs. Same amount of squeege. It's <laughs> like squeege It's like Zack Snyder's Sucker Punch, <laughs> but better because there's boobs. Which Zack Snyder's Sucker Punch was basically Inception for dumb people. Guys, under squeege 13... Just when you thought you couldn't have him. Just when you thought Squeege couldn't get any squeegier. We got 13 more Squeege scenes. Just, <laughs> audience, just when you thought we couldn't drag this joke out any longer. <laughs> we've managed to add seven minutes to our show since when Josh McCuga wanted to bail on this. Guys, Aren't you glad we didn't? Thank you guys so much for watching Guilty Movie Pleasures. Enjoy all 13 under squeegees. Follow me on Twitter at Josh McCuga. And I'm at Ben Begley Comedy. Until next time, how many squeegees can you take? 
From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Spitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.